This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You have a Nissan Pathfinder. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty reliable rig. It's got decent, it's four-wheel drive. It, yeah. It's got a lot of creature comforts, but there's no aftermarket support worth it. I mean, there's those little There's like one. Shops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got those little shops that make small things for them, but you really just don't have the aftermarket support. So keep that in mind when you select the vehicle. Um, a lot of times those are more cost, of, you know, they're affordable, but then you get into it and there's no parts available. Yeah. So, or you're building them. You're building them. Exactly. I don't want to. So, I don't want to jump into that, you know, online engineering degree <laughs> that you received from the forums that you were visiting. From I was like, bunch of other people that got their engineering degrees there. <laughs> Boy, I am just on a roll. <laughs> You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast, fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure. We drive the industry we love. Usually I, I do a lot of ground turkey. Are we doing like American tacos or like? There's no, no. A, I just I, I get the I get the corn tortillas right, and I'll throw them on the. Yeah. I'll pull the pancake griddle out, throw them on there, and flip them and melt cheese on them, and I'll do up a, you know the the turkey ground turkey, and then I'll have like the, like I made them with yeah. the slaw. Like that's how I make them all the time. Slaw, cilantro, and mm. a really good. Andrea found it. I can't remember who makes it though, but it's a really good ground seasoned chicken. Yeah. That's good too. Oh, well, I, I've turned kind of fickle in my age. Salt, pepper, and uh, cumin, is all I do. Oh, on cumin's it. so good, and though. it's so good. It's such a good. Yeah, I dig it. I'll have to make those <laughs> at some point. The ground turkey tacos out on the. I'll be there. The Timbo. We <clears throat> set all three Timbo toasts up. Uh Just get them going in the big tray. Tort- tortillas on, on <laughs> one, and <laughs> meat on the other. Because we're gonna have to double down on the meat. Yes, I'm. I, I will. I running out of meat's never good. No, and I tend to, I tend to overeat. Overeat. <laughs> oh man, we've already started. We're we already started. Like, and now, now I'm hungry. So now we're talking about tacos. So this is gonna have to be a yeah. quick episode, folks. So if Cooper's Kevin Costner hungry. comes on, we'll make him tacos. <laughs> 
Uh, welcome back to America's Off-Road Podcast. We got Cooper and Ashford mm-hmm. with me today. What's up, guys? It's a new year, new episodes. We're looking forward to it. Mm. Thanks for tuning in. You guys can find us on all of the iPod, iCloud. Oh, this is good. Podcast killing it right now. <laughs> SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it's you listen to your sp- podcast. SpotaCloud. Spot SpotaCloud. Yeah, all those places. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, today we got another customer request. Before we dive into that, mm. as always, you guys can shoot us an email, podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. Shoot us a question, shoot us a picture of your rig, picture mm. of your campsite, mm-hmm, something mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I did that what? on the last podcast. What did you, what did you do? My, my foot clips the thing. Oh, and <laughs> so no. you just turned all, all red, too. I thought you, I, I'm not going to lie, I thought you had an accident. Oh, jeez, Cooper. <laughs> like, wow. Did he just have an accident on, uh, on podcast? No, I wouldn't do that on the camera. Um, but, yeah, as I was saying, you guys can um, shoot us off. an email if you, take, <laughs> if you guys want to take a screenshot of your review. We'll throw something mm-hmm. in the mail for you, some swag, a cup, hat, something. Um, it's all much appreciated. We do this for fun, and let's get into it. Yeah, no, this one's a fun one, it but it a raises one. a lot of questions. I'll let you... I'll let you get it out there first, and then, you know, i got to do... you got to do, do what, what you, you got to do. do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, look at that. We already know it's coming. Oh, twinsies. <laughs> yeah. um, so we had a customer request, shot us an email. He is a current college student. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He wants to do some overlanding slash wheeling. What's his name? I was looking for it in the email. Right, here we go, Kyle. Here we go again. Unbelievable. I was on, I, well, Every time. You know I'm going to ask. This one was... You know This I'm one came ask. up on me. Um, anyway, so while I look this up so I can address it directly, um, yeah, he wants to get into overlanding. And his question is, he's obviously on a college budget. Um, what is a good first rig for somebody that wants to go out, maybe throw some parts on it, do some exploring? Get your toes wet. What's his and name? Yeah, kind of get your toes I'm looking. <laughs> say my name, say my name. Um, oh, yeah, you were going to try and come in backup singer, but you forgot the words. <laughs> Came in and faded out. Yeah, yeah it was quick. That's because so, you can't multitask. You're in your boxes. All right, Cooper. We were talking about this prior. You you brought up a good point. <laughs> the name. What kind of college are you going to? Yeah, no, it's that is a valid question. When we're talking, like, are we talking Spokane Community College? Are we talking Gonzaga? I like to call it the University of Spokane Community <laughs> College. <laughs> <laughs> Just makes me feel better. I'm in their medical program. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Are we talking like I'm gonna go out on a limb? We eat top ramen every night, type college, and assume that this question, when he says college budget, I'm assuming finances. Not okay. Jail Wrangler, J- <laughs> done. She <laughs> <laughs> just okay. First off, go to the bank. Yeah, you fill out let's an just, application. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just assume will since he's asking score. about yeah. a college budget. Yeah, he's. Probably on a pretty strict budget. Yeah, no, guaranteed. I get the point. It's just, you know, one of those. Yeah, well, let's do this. Before we go into, like, what you, what you would buy or what rigs you would recommend, what are some of the things that, like, were key features that you would want for sure in a rig, no matter what the price was, that, like, you're going to go into do overlanding, you're buying a first rig, like, what are some of the things that you definitely 100% must have so we can kind of work that into this uh, four-wheel drive. If we're, if we're, yeah, four-wheel drive for sure. But if we're 
if we're looking into how we're building this rig, I think, you know, the first thing to figure out is, you know, what's your idea of overlanding? Are you, are you talking about, um, logging roads? Are you going to get into a little rocks? Are you going to be in the woods and the hills, you know, this and that, um, you know, and, and how far out are you going to get? Are you going to be someplace where you have cell coverage? Are you going to be someplace where there are people routinely? Or are you planning on getting out there remote, remote? Yeah. In which case, then, you know. Reliability is going to be a big factor at that huge, point. Huge, huge factor. And possibly even fuel mileage for when you miscalculate <laughs> how much fuel you needed even, for the day. Even though you're in college, you, can, you still can't do that math. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I was on the, uh, I'm going to put a buck 50 worth of fuel in because that's what I have in my pocket and hopefully I can make it to the house. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was more like I had 10 bucks, but then I spent $8.50 on food and I put a buck 50 in. <laughs> Dang it. You got it? No, I'm, I'm almost there though. This is turning comical. We'll find, we'll find his name. We'll get it. Okay. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe okay. we do, uh, we do like three budget tiers. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. So what's the first budget? Five? Mm. Ten grand? Like, this is your only rig. Well, I don't. That? You see, even even at that, like, maybe we break it up into categories for, like, recovery gear and, you know, wheels and tires and sizing and, and things that depend on whether or not you need to get into gearing. Because really, if if you're looking to jump into getting getting out there, and, and I think that's, if, if we're looking at the best definition for what overlanding is, it's... It's exploring new terrain and maybe getting out someplace where you're not going to come across people. So I think we need to assume that whatever the vehicle is, it needs to be reliable. It needs to start every time um, you you know you get going. Does it need to have the biggest tires? No, probably not. It just needs to start and be reliable, get new places. And then uh, you know we start talking about: Do you need winches, or would a high lift suffice if you learned how to use one of them properly? Just and make sure you do that part of it. Didn't value life. It's <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> you don't learn care about your fingers. Yeah, high lift. Where they go? Learn how to use them. But you know, there's some. Uh, there's a lot of. Obviously, we can get into. We could get into the beaters. We could get into the grand guitars. We could get into the XJs. We can get into the. You know, the sidekicks, you know. You know, there's a lot of our customers that are driving an XJ right now. Yeah. Extremely offended. No. You just called it a beater. Uh, Well, (laughs) well, I mean, they're fun. You spend like an hour in it, first hour, and you're like, woo, this thing will go anywhere. And then you're like, you're like, everything makes noise. I don't even know. How's the windshield make noise? Or you get all bound up, and you're like, why does the door not open now? <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> okay. Jackson, here we go. Jackson. Um, oh, Jackson. Jackson. I have uh, interest in getting to your off-road, or I have an interest in getting into off-roading, but unsure of what vehicle to look at for reference. I'm in my early 20s, so I can't afford anything crazy. I also okay. live in Florida, so if that gives you an idea of the mm-hmm. terrains mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in the southeast. Mud tires. <laughs> was looking at something like possibly a Tacoma TRD, but open to suggestions. No, it a is a daily driver. <laughs> so daily driver, 20 years old. Zero mountains. Budget. Zero no mountains. mountains. Not a single mountain to be found. <laughs> Lots of gators. Mm. No, I like I like that Toyota Tacoma idea. That's great. Especially if you want to go the <laughs> overlanding route where if you're, if you're definitely going to do like a rooftop tent or something. In my opinion, I like trucks with rooftop tents over SUVs. with. Oh, especially tents. in areas where there are alligators. Yeah. <laughs> you want to stay off the ground. 
<laughs> Although I've I watched an alligator in Florida climb a six foot chain link fence. That's exciting. You're like, oh wow. And here I <laughs> thought it was safe. safe. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you think the guys down there are like terrified of our climate? Like we're like alligators, bears. like making a big deal, and they probably are like, that's just an alligator. Yeah. Maybe they're like, oh, oh no, that's definitely what they're. I don't. I, don't, I mean, <laughs> I, I pay attention when I'm by the water's edge when I'm in Florida, but other than that, you didn't pay much attention to it. You're like <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. I choose life, and if it, it goes away right now, it goes away right now. So oh since gosh. you are in an area that doesn't have, well, hardly, you got hills. You ain't got no mountains. You got lots of mud. You got lots of mud. So recovery. recovery. I would say solid axle is probably not 100% necessary because you're yeah, not going to no. be in situations where you need, I mean, you're not going to be in the rocks or mountains or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you could probably get by with something IFS. Yeah. which definitely opens up a whole slew of different vehicles that you could definitely go with. Yep. Um, I'm still a fan of the Cherokee. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it'll definitely get the job done, but he's bringing up an option there. That's a that's a great option for Toyota. jumping in. I mean, you got something that's going to be reliable. You're going to have tons of aftermarket <clears throat> support. Tons of aftermarket support. You In, in Florida, you're going to go anywhere you want with, with AC-33s. That brings up a good point. I see a lot of people jump into getting into overlanding, and a lot of times we're all guilty of this. We use the rig that we already have. Yeah. But a lot of vehicles out on the market just don't have enough support. Um, yeah. Like you have a Nissan Pathfinder. Really? I mean, it's a pretty reliable rig. It's got decent – it's four-wheel drive. It, yeah. It's got a lot of creature comforts, but there's no aftermarket support with it. I mean, there's those little there's mom like and pop one. shops. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You got those little shops that make small things for them, but you really just don't have the aftermarket support. So keep that in mind when you select the vehicle. Um, A lot of times those are more cost of, you know, they're affordable, but then you get into it and there's no parts available. Yeah. So you're building them. You're building them. Exactly. I don't want to jump into that, you know, online engineering degree (laughs) that you received from the forums that you were visiting from a bunch of other people that got their (laughs) engineering degrees there. Boy, I am just on a roll. <laughs> yeah, aftermarket support's a big one, I think, because in, and not only that, but you have to keep in mind in your budget, and we talk about budget a lot on this podcast, but mm. how much of your budget's going to go to the parts and everything, and how much of that budget's going to go to the vehicle, because that's also going to determine what kind of what kind of vehicle you're going to get into. Well, what so. kind of parts you need to prioritize. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> in recovery gear, sleeping arrangements, if you are going on long trips, obviously you're going to need something to keep your food cold and cook it um which obviously the budget entry level is going to be a cooler regular igloo cooler grizzly get a grizzly yeah or a styrofoam one or styrofoam one it works <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> Brick of at the end of the day the yes you, you could you can jump into a nice grizzly cooler that's going to work great in florida I'd, we had one down there and oh uh, that was <coughs> ua yeah one of the uas oh. we went and wheeled in in florida and it was a lot of mud, a lot of what uh, vehicle sinkholes. <laughs> You're like, oh wow, that was way deeper than I expected. <laughs> um, I was in uh, um, the diesel JK. Was that the year Brian went? Uh huh. On forties. Oh, yep. With the four BT in it. Yep, four BT Cummins. That thing was uh, that was fun. I don't even like 2012. Grenaded. Uh, it was 13. Um, 13. Was Grenaded the, the rear pinion. The first. Uh, First uh, obstacle, first day. There's like flashbacks, or not flashbacks. So did you have flashbacks on 18 when you did 
first obstacle, first day in Howie? Oh, PTSD. Yeah. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Here we go again. Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Yep. So you've been to Florida. You've wheeled it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, lots of mud, lots of slickum. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there, you know, the, the thing that uh, uh, it can rain, it can rain hard. <laughs> so, you know, um, but we're, we're, we're talking about, again, we're talking about rigs for setting up. So having something that's going to have good storage, something that, you know, you can haul, haul the gear in so that depending on what level you're at, whether you want to put a rooftop tent on it or just carry a ground tent, um, you've got those options. I know the things I would prioritize in Florida would uh, would be a way of getting unstuck by myself in the mud. Um, winch extensions, um, mud can be uh, pretty pretty hard on on things. It'll suction onto some stuff. So maybe having some good recovery gear, snatch blocks, stuff like that to work locker. with. Uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean a locker can get you more stuck. True. <laughs> I guess that depends on who's driving. <laughs> yeah, and if you're by yourself, you know, those are things to keep in mind. Maybe that's your your um, gauge of what level of work you want to put into the day um, when you're wheeling. But it's not going to be a, a priority. I mean, at the end of it all, what he's talking about is what's going to be a good platform for me to throw stuff in and get out there and start enjoying stuff. And none of us had lockers or any of that stuff when we first started. And if we did, we wouldn't appreciate these first steps. So right, for sure. <clears throat> it's it's pretty cool that uh, that's the question you have. Hey guys, tonight's episode is brought to you by Redhead Steering Gears. Kyle, what makes a Redhead Steering Box so good? Well, first and foremost, they are a family-owned and operated company, but they have unmatched quality. One thing that's extremely unique to Redhead Steering Gear Boxes is they custom fit every single worm gear and piston assembly into those steering boxes. Redhead also has over 500 vehicle applications available in their lineup and uh, is backed by a one-year unlimited mile warranty. So, if you're on the market for quality and reliability, stick to what we think is best, and that's a Redhead Steering Gear Box. Booyah! And, and as far as jumping into it, obviously four-wheel drive, uh, I would say, is a must. Something that's going to be reliable and start every single time, and you know you know that the majority of the problems that are going to happen with it so that you can carry the spare parts that are needed. Um, I think that's especially true <clears throat> with uh, being your only rig. He mentioned yeah. being your daily driver as well and i'm i've done that quite a bit myself only having one rig and that was my rig to do everything so you definitely have to factor that in when uh when selecting the vehicle don't grab something that you know has you know it's just a plethora of all Problems. sorts of mechanical issues yeah. and um, mechanical failures that are known on that platform well and i think cooper brought up a good point too when we were talking about the coolers and how yeah you could buy a grizzly or you could just go buy a 79 cent styrofoam one yeah the same applies kind of to almost all of the recovery parts that we sell. If you don't want to do a locker or something, there's other alternatives. You can get yourself some max tracks, which is right. a fraction of the price, and that's going to help you know help you get unstuck. There's it's not like you have to go full bore all in. So yeah, no, and they and they, they work good. They work really good. You got me out of a ton Heck, of snow I'm, with you. High live Jack. You can use. I think you can I've used to pull yourself out of stuff. I've said this so many times on this podcast. Is 
you don't know unless if you just get out there and do it. Yeah. Get a rig. Um, I mean, your question's great. Your Toyota TRD, uh, any of those, you know, rigs like that are going to work. But get out there and actually do it. I see so many people on, like, forums and things, or I get questions just working here as through the company of, like, I need to get all these things before I can go out and do it. No, no you don't. Go out there. Go out with a buddy. Enjoy it. Get stuck. Learn what you may need. Even you know, break things, learn what the weak points are, learn driving habits. You learn all this stuff over time. So don't psych yourself out from going because you don't have the most razzy yeah. thing. Go out, have fun, get the rig stuck, learn, buy parts, and you'll slowly upgrade your vehicle and your kit throughout the years. Yep. And and experience, real time is is the teacher. So if you're not doing it, if you're just talking about it, if you're just waiting for that next part, you, you're still going to have that same learning curve, so you might as well jump into it, get out there, and uh, start messing with stuff. I know I, I don't know the last time I used my lockers on something or my winch. Pumpkin's a unicorn. Yeah, no, I shouldn't say it's a unicorn, but it's, it's not, it is a really well built Jeep. It does it does do good, but like in in it just it's just different. Like you get to read terrain differently when right. you've done it a whole bunch. Totally. You're like, oh well, I could do this, but this is what's probably going to happen if I do. And I know it when I go into it. Oh yeah, I know so it because you're like, telling me all oh, the time. I, you better <laughs> step on the throttle right about here because it's going to get crazy if you don't. <clears throat> yeah, you learn all those little driving habits and stuff through just years of experience. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but again, I think I see so many people, I don't think, I see so many people like not get out and experience it because they're too afraid of not having the right gear. Like they're going to go out and have a bad day because they did get stuck. No, that makes the story. That is go, the story. <laughs> go out and, you know, get yeah. stuck. Go use the rig that you have now and you're going to learn what, with that budget, you're going to learn where, you need to spend the money. Oh, yeah. So if you go out and you're just tent camp, but the truck gets stuck in a situation and you said, hey, camping was fine with just a tent and a pad. Yeah. Don't buy a rooftop tent. Spend the money on the rig. So next time you go out, you have a winch. Yeah. And you'll slowly grow your kit and uh, you kind of learn throughout experience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, my approach to building a rig now is way different than my approach then. Like at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Like <clears throat> I just, I go about it way different. I'm like, pfft. 40s. Yeah. <laughs> no spare. No tools. <laughs> when I first came here, it was always full-size spare. Cooper always had his tool rollback. Now he's just like, do I have got a warm jacket? Or do I have food? Okay, let's go. All right, you got almonds. I built it the way I built you it to work. Almonds and water. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and nobody does it the same, too. There's nobody here that really follows the same kind of build. Um, we're all all different, so yeah, definitely to that point, do exactly what you want to do. Don't don't let somebody else influence you by any means. But yeah, getting time behind the wheel, going out and actually doing it—that's what you're gonna find is gonna be the best thing for you. Yeah. <clears throat> this episode is brought to you by Timbo Tusk. Whether we are packing for a long day on the trail or just a simple weekend getaway, we never leave home without the Timbo Tusk. If you find yourself cooking with a Timbo Tusk, can you taste a little savory, a little—I don't know. Freedom, well, that's because they are designed, built, and assembled 100% here in the U.S. of A. They come in a variety of sizes and break down easily into their own carrying case. That way, things are efficient for you to pack for a trip or, more importantly, to get ready to make a meal. So, go to TimboTusk.com, use the coupon code AOPODCAST, that's A-O-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to get 5% off your next order. Now back to our episode. Booyah. You'll, you'll, you'll figure it out. 
Yep, but yeah, there's there's lots of good platforms out there. Truck or SUV, dude. I like Jeep Cherokee. You could do. I think you pulled out a great option. Yep. Yeah, depends on the year too. Or I should, it doesn't even depend on the year. Early Tacoma first gens are great. You can get them for a good cost. I don't know what it, they're down there, but you can get a first gen Tacoma up here in good condition for. What should he steer clear of? Honda Ridgeline. Yeah, don't get no. a Honda Ridgeline. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking kidding. on the Toyota. No, I'm like, just what kidding. Any engines in particular? Maybe he should steer clear of 3.0. Um, or anything. Well, anything. he said Tacoma, so yeah, you're right. So, so, so it would have been like, it would have been past that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the 3.0 would have been introduced in '88, and it yeah. ran up until the first generation Tacoma. Um, they're not a bad engine. There was just a big design flaw with the cylinder head. Um, they had coolant issues and head gasket issues and emissions issues. So um, they're you can still make them reliable, but uh, if you said Toyota TRD, I'm going to assume you're looking at um, '98 and up at that point. Um, and TRD is a good platform. That's that's what I personally drive, and the reason I chose it is because it's a great, reliable platform mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. the guy that doesn't want to do hardcore off-road. If you're just taking your family or your friends out and experiencing, you know, your normal trail logging roads, you get a rig that has a lot of good features. They're known for their reliability. Uh, they really don't have any mechanical deficiencies where they have issues. They come factory with a rear locker a lot of times on the TRD off-road models. So uh, you're spot on. I mean, they're again, they're a bulletproof rig, and you can get them for a good cost when you compare them to many other platforms. Oh yeah, you you haul all the uh, surf fishing gear you need out. That's what I was just. <laughs> the other thing to stay away from is, and I think it gives the the overlanding people a bad rap sometimes is the amount of weight that you're going to put on your vehicle. Stay away from loading it up with unnecessary things that you don't need because it's going to completely change the drivability of your vehicle. Would be my my thing. I would, a couple overlanding trips we went on, we had Jeeps that weighed like 12,000 pounds, and we always had to stop because they were overheating or something broke because they just have so much stuff in it. So prioritize what mm-hmm. you want and make yeah. sure you're not overloading the vehicle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a big one. It seems like it's the, the trend to uh, whoever has the most stuff wins. Like I will never Christmas win that one. Cooper will not win that one. Nope. I'll be like. There was some winners at Overland Expo, though. Oh that's for gosh. sure. There's some there were a couple of them. Really cool ones and some ones that made me scratch my head. Yeah. But. Well, that's a good one. It just circles back to you learn what you need and you don't need by going out and doing it. Yeah. A lot of times we will just throw everything at it and they like they have these shovels and high lift jacks and stuff, but they've never been used. Rest, They're just on the rig as a placeholder. Shed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, go out, experience it. You get in a situation where you're like, dang, I I could truly need this piece of equipment, yeah. and it would have made my experience better. Then invest the money into it. Yep. But don't buy it just because it looks cool. It's just going to weigh the rig down and. Yeah. You're wasting your budget. Yeah, because for any of those people that want to judge <laughs> for what you do or don't have on your rig, when you just drive by them, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> well, you're broke down, okay. Yes. <laughs> All this stuff looks really cool, but you know what's cooler? Experience. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and having fun, making memories. That's that's the fun part. Yeah. We always get stuck or do something. Um, when we're out there, no, you, 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 yeah. you always get, <laughs> let's be honest, get stuck or do something. About. I've got a lot of experience, <laughs> tons, <laughs> tons. None of it clicks though. For some reason, every <laughs> trip, it's just yeah, like you, you, last you time? literally did that. The last <laughs> time. Uh, hopefully that helps you out, Jackson. Uh, good luck to you and send us some pictures of whatever rig you pick out. Um, if you have any questions, 
aside from what we addressed, make sure you shoot yeah. us an email. We'd love to cover it again. Or, um, yeah, see the rig that you ended up picking out. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. What are you going to, what are you going to college for also? Yeah. Just because I want to start planning your future. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. Um, thanks for tuning in. It is it is a Tuesday night in Cooper. I can hear his stomach over there just going, Tacos. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm starting to get hangry. <laughs> um, you guys want to shoot a question to us and have us cover it on a future episode? Again, email us, podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. We will sit down and go over it and, yeah, cover your question. But... Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time on the podcast. Yeah, booyah.